Welcome to the Exploring Unschooling podcast. For countless parents, the journey to unschooling has redefined childhood and transformed their family relationships. Are you curious? Together, let's explore what living and learning looks like without school. Hello, explorers. I'm Pam Larickia, and this is episode number 321 of the podcast. It's the 16th of March, 2022, as I record this intro. And this week on the podcast, I'm joined by two teenage writers, Isabella Watkins and Caitlin Morton, and their mentor, Melva McDonald. The three of them share their experience creating and participating in a homeschool creative writing group. This past year, they published an anthology of short stories and poetry, and they describe some of the process of working on a big collaborative project. They also share some of the important factors that make their group a safe space to explore writing together. Their excitement about writing and their support of each other is just so beautiful to see. I also wanted to mention that Milva has been on the podcast before in episode 103, talking about the gift of time that comes with unschooling. You'll find the link in the show notes or just find episode 103 in your podcast player if you'd like to hear more about Milva's unschooling experience. Which is a fun connection to the theme in the Living Joyfully Network this month, the treasure of time. We've definitely been talking a lot about the cultural focus on time as a commodity, the ideas of productivity and laziness, the feeling of flow versus schedules, and what all that looks like through the lens of unschooling. It's been really interesting and a lot of fun. And before we dive into the conversation, I want to take a moment to thank everyone who has chosen to support the podcast through Patreon. I deeply appreciate all my patrons. Your generous support helps pay for the hosting and transcription, as well as my time spent creating new episodes each week. It's instrumental in keeping the podcast archive freely available to anyone who's curious and wants to explore the fascinating world of unschooling. If you'd like to join my community of patrons and scoop up some great rewards along the way, check out the Exploring Unschooling page at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash exploring and schooling. And now here's my conversation with Isabella, Caitlin and Milva. Welcome. I'm Pam Larickia from livingjoyfully.ca. And today I'm here with Isabella Watkins, Caitlin Wharton and Melva McDonald. Hi, everyone. Hi, Pam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Now, Milva has been on the podcast before, back in episode 103, and I'll put links to that in the show notes. Uh, But Isabella, you contacted me pretty recently about coming on the podcast to talk about the writing club that you're really enjoying and which Milva is mentoring. I thought that was just a super super connection um, and a lovely idea. So here we are. I'm so glad that we could find a time that all of us could get together And to get us started, I'd love for each of you to introduce yourself and just share a bit about something about what you're interested in right now. That's something I ask all my guests to start off with because it's really fun to hear the extent and all the interesting things that people are getting up to. What's making your eyes light up right now? Do you want to start, Isabella? Sure. Um, I'm Isabella. Um, I'm 15. I live in a log cabin in Vermont um, with uh, my parents and my cat, Ginger. Um, I really love uh, writing and reading. Um, My favorite authors right now are Jane Austen, the Bronte sisters, and Oscar Wilde. 
Um, and I really love like studying literary time, like ages, like romanticism and um, transcendentalism. Um, and I also have a few like literary fan clubs with Caitlin, like for uh, Wuthering Heights and for Lady Macbeth from Shakespeare's Macbeth. Um, and we're also writing a sequel to Macbeth together, which has been such a joy to do. Wow, that sounds like fun. <laughs> really fun to be able to bounce ideas together. I can just imagine. All right. So before I jump in, Caitlin, how about you? Hi, my name is Caitlin and I live in uh, North Wales in the UK. Um, at the moment, I'm especially interested in playing the bass guitar and drawing and writing and going for walks. And I've been obsessed with animals since I was like three. And yeah, I, I love organizing my room and writing and reading and just, I don't know, I try to live like, but anyway, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, no problem. I'm really excited to dig more into what you're doing. And Milva, how about you? Hi, I'm Milva McDonald. I live in Massachusetts. Um, my four kids, which who I unschooled, all of them are grown up. So I'm enjoying being a grandma right now. And I'm exploring memoir and um, working with the writers group with Isabella Caitlin and the other members every week. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I like the idea of memoir too. <laughs> we were discussing that in your last episode, uh, your writing. Uh, I would be very curious to hear how this writing group just came together. Like what's the origin story of the writing group? And then maybe it's evolution if it has changed a little bit since then. Do you want to start with that, Mill? Sure. Um, so this particular group started at a home in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, a, a mom who was homeschooling her kids at the time asked me to come to our house every week. And I started doing that. And Isabella, I think you joined pretty early on, right? Yeah, I think I joined the first year that it was I happening. Think maybe. Yeah. So do you want to, um, Isabella, do you want to talk about kind of the evolution of the group? Sure. Um, also, I apologize if there's meowing in the background. My cat's sleeping on my bed, so I think he just woke up. Um, uh, yeah, so it was the first uh, like class that I joined, and it was the first year I started um, unschooling. I think I was 10, which it's pretty cool to think like you've been my writing teacher, uh, like mentor for like a third of my life, Milva. Um, and um, yeah, like I remember, um, I think it has most of the like uh, original members of the group are still um, in it now. Um, and yeah, we would meet like every week and we would have like um, at the end of each like semester, we would um, like have like potlucks to read our writing to like our parents and everything. Um, and it was a lot of fun. We did like uh, joint stories where we, everybody would write like different parts of like different stories and we would like read that. Um, at like our potlucks and things like that too. And then I think that was kind of like what we did for the first few years until um, the pandemic. And then we went um, online and then Caitlin joined us, like I think pretty early on starting then. You wanna take over Caitlin? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so I joined in the latter half of 2020 after meeting um, a member of the group in 2019 in September. Um, and I was delighted to, um, to join them online virtually um, since I live a long, a long way away, obviously, 
but yeah it's it's great it's such a wonderful group and everyone is so so kind and they're like how welcoming they were to me um was overwhelming and it's just been such a wonderful experience that's lovely yeah do you do you want to talk a little bit about uh for milva um i love what isabella was sharing too about you know um meeting but also having like potlucks and getting together with with parents like other people who are interested in and giving them an opportunity to share uh what they are having fun with writing about that are really passionate and excited about so it, it would be pretty cool to hear like are you reading books together is there reading um and discussion of books and then some writing or is it more focused on writing just curious as to how you're setting up what what everybody's doing yeah I mean it's pretty focused on creative Mm -hmm. writing although we do read short stories so pretty much I mean uh, we've started that probably a couple of years ago, I don't know, a few years ago, um, we'll read short stories, pretty, pretty diverse range of stories, wouldn't you say? guys? <laughs> um, we read like classic authors, and then more contemporary authors, and just sort of, um, you know, talk about them, talk about the characterization, uh, the writing. And then sometimes they serve as um, idea generators for our own writing. That's really, it's so fun to have a group of other people who are passionate and interested in the same things. Like I can just feel the discussions, the conversations just flowing and the excitement and the energy and just how cool it is to connect with others who are as excited as we are about, you know, whatever it is we're interested in, but in this case, writing, reading stories in general. Uh, So Isabel and Caitlin, is there anything you want to add about the things that you enjoy about participating in the group? Well, definitely, as Caitlin was saying earlier, like just how welcoming and like wonderful everyone is and just like, I don't know, just how kind like everybody in the group is. And I feel like you like we've just I don't know, I feel like I've known everybody for like my entire life and like I feel like they know me and it's just such a nice like place to to be and to like write together and also as you were saying like having a group of people who like you know kind of enjoy like similar things to what you do and like everybody just loves writing and is so serious about it so i really i really love that very cool um is do you do uh, you know for people who might be interested um and I know we're going to talk about that a little bit more later, but just to get a sense of what you guys do when you're meeting up um, is, do you do writing? Do you have like open space for writing when you're meeting up together? Or is it more conversations and inspiration than to go off and writing and then maybe share when you come back together? Caitlin, you want to handle that one? (laughs) Are you sure? Um, yeah, I think that, I think it's both really. I think we we often discuss ideas in um, in a group chat. We, um, we talk about poetry and our favourite books and it gives us ideas to write our own like fan fictions and stories based off of those and sequels and things. Um, I think we also, we do meet sometimes to write, which is very nice. It's, 
it's nice being in the presence of other people and writing together like not talking but just being in the presence of other people who are enjoying what you're doing as much as you are um i think it's a mixture of both really oh that's wa- awesome because yeah i have um i been i have written a few books myself too and in some writers groups i know that it is fun just the energy to get together side by side like so even if you're just online say sitting in a zoom room or or something um and everybody's just working away doing their own thing there's also a special kind of energy that comes with that too it doesn't always have to be direct engagement right so yeah that's why i was really curious to see if that was part of it as well now you guys have mentioned short stories and that leads nicely into uh the book that you guys put together, I've been reading and enjoying it a lot, and it's called Unlocked, an anthology of short stories and poetry. And I would love to hear the story behind just the choice to create the book and what that process was like. Do you want to start with that, Isabella? Sure. Um, well, I think um, it was, I think like the first class uh, that we had like in the fall semester and we were online and I think it was um, Milva who like kind of brought up the idea of like um, putting together some of our uh, short stories and then we had like a lot of, um, which I don't know if you want to like talk a little bit about that, um, Milva. Um, sure. Um, well, before before we were on Zoom, we would meet in person and, you know, we would have these gatherings that Isabella mentioned, potlucks, and the kids would, they were essentially readings. Mm-hmm. So they would get to read their work and share it. And, and we, we could do, we, we could have done that on Zoom. And in fact, they did, we did have one, Isabella and Caitlin organized one when the book was published. But um, I also just felt like they were getting to the point where they had, they had cre- been creating substantial work that could actually, um, be put into a book and I just threw it through the idea out there. And then, and then everything that happened afterwards was pretty much them. <laughs> Cause I feel, you know, that's part of what I, I feel my role is, is to just sort of throw things out. And uh, even when I was unschooling my own kids, that's what I did a lot of the time. So. Yeah. Just sharing possibilities, exactly. not without like an expectation or, okay, now, now you need to do this thing. But like, hey, this is a possibility. Is that something you would be interested in pursuing? So uh, you guys took up that mantle. Caitlin, uh, were you part of it when they first started talking about it? Did you come to the book a little bit later in its development? Or Well, luckily for me, I joined right as they were discussing it, ah. uh, which was great luck on my side. Um, yeah, I think it is like, as you said, it kind of unfolded. And I think the rest of the group kind of um, expanded on the idea while we were still getting help from you, Milva, of course. And um, I remember you editing everyone's stories, which was a great task, but you did it so well. Um, But it was a great project. What was your experience, Isabella? Uh, well, I was very um, fortunate to be like the formatter for the book, which was a lot of fun. So after um, everybody uh, put their stories and I got to like figure out how to um, format it. Um, and yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Like nobody I knew had done that before. So I kind of learned it all like 
from scratch they're reading like things on um like amazon has the platform uh shoot like kindle kindle direct print um so it has a lot of like um material about like you know formatting and things like that and kind of learning that process uh was a lot of fun and also like working with everybody and i'm sure i bombarded all my friends with tons of emails about like what do you guys think about doing this like when do you think it's our deadline for putting stories and like what do you think about this um but yeah it was really fun like working together with everybody and I was honored to have Caitlin and two uh, other members of our group um, illustrate my story too which it just like their illustrations are just gorgeous and I just love looking at them um, so yeah it was it was an amazing experience well that's so fun yeah the that I, I've uh, published my own books as well and I really enjoyed learning that technical aspect as well there's so many different things like you said from illustrations to the editing, to the formatting, to I'm sure even, well, the writing to start with <laughs> and the choosing what stories, poems and things were going to go in there and then the order for the, the reader's experience. There's just so many fun aspects that come up when you choose to do a, a different kind of project, right? That, that takes it further. So that's really fun that you guys were excited to do that. And it's not you know, it's not an impossibly hard one either, not an overwhelmingly difficult one. There are tools now that, that help with the, the formatting and, and the fact that it, we can publish our own things. That's, that's really exciting. Um, now, I did want to ask a little bit for, about uh, Isabel and Caitlin. Um, and I just wanted to dive into the unschooling aspect a little bit, because since you don't go to school, you do have much more freedom in how you choose to spend your days. And Caitlin, you listed a whole bunch of other interests that you're pursuing as well. I'm sure you're keeping yourself busy, too, Isabella. I was just curious to hear about how your creative writing, illustrations, music, how they weave through your days. Because I know, I know my daughter um, around that age, uh, what, like when she had friends, like and when she was in Pathfinders, Girl Guides, et cetera, they just couldn't understand if she didn't go to school, why wasn't she so bored? Because they didn't realize that, you know, there are other things to do, like school tells them what to do and that's where their friends are and everything. So just to imagine not going there was really hard for them. So I'd love to hear a little bit about how your days flow. Uh, and eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Caitlin, why don't you start? <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Like, I think most people think that I just like sit around all day and just do nothing really, but I feel like I'm quite busy, which is a good thing. Um, but in terms of like how I, um, I weave my writing throughout my days. I think I'm I'm mainly thinking of ideas and subjects for stories and poems. And I often find myself trying to convert like everyday situations into the more like of the fantasy genre, um, which is a habit I've obtained really. But um, yeah, I, I try to like write more than I think about writing, but sometimes that doesn't happen for me. Um, but I try to get my ideas down quickly on like um, paper when there's a natural pause in the day. I, I love that. I try to write more than I think more about writing. That. <laughs> that is a really fun observation because uh, it, it is, it, I mean, both are fun, right? Both are fun and exciting. 
but uh, you know, to just the little reminders to make note of things, make note of ideas, figuring out a process on how, like I have gone through so many processes myself from trying to carry a notebook around with me to uh, a notes app, like on my phone, because I'll have that closer often if I'm out and about and something strikes me. It's just figuring out ways to weave it into our days, isn't it? (laughs) So Isabella, how about you? Uh, well, yeah, I also like, um, well, I also carry around like my phone and write notes on it if I think of like <laughs> poems or something like that dialogue that I want to add. Yeah, I spend, I think I spend most of my day like writing or daydreaming or like thinking of um, stories. And I don't know, I like to say I have an Angela temperament, like I can think of kind of um, a lot of like, I don't know, I just like to daydream like Anne Shirley from Man of Green Gables did. Um, and um, yeah, I've been uh, currently I've been working on like two uh, revising two um, novels that I wrote three years ago, um, and uh, Milva actually um, revised uh, one of them, like gave uh, me her feedback and like read uh, one which I really appreciated, and I've um, rewritten a great deal of it also uh, since then. And yeah, I guess I kind of just think about writing and kind of just write like for most like of the day every day I don't know it's kind of just like what I do I guess and I love like writing with Caitlin too that's like the highlight of my day when we get to meet on our Google document and like just write stuff together yeah I love that too I some stuff I work with other people it's so fun when you're both there in the document and just kind of you almost almost having a conversation and like for us it's just bipping around paragraph one's doing one one's doing another and then moving them around and yes it's <laughs> it's so fun to figure out the different tools and the ways we like to work together with other people and also i love isabella that you're just immersed in stories i imagine there's some reading time in there as well and the daydreaming and the, oh yes i love stories too so <laughs> So as soon as you got in touch about talking about this, I thought that would be awesome. Um, I also wanted to just move a little bit to talking about um, tips for people in who might be interested, because you know what, whether, whether it's parents or, or um, some young adults, teens, whatever, who might be, we find that we're, interested or passionate about a particular thing. And then at some point, they, we are interested in connecting with others who share that interest or that passion. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys had any tips um, for people who are hearing about this and think that sounds like a pretty cool idea and they'd like to start putting something together. Do you want to start, Milva? Sure. So, um I mean, when when I started doing these groups, it was actually when my adult kids were young and somebody asked me to do it. And basically, I'd been in writing groups, so I just said, well, we'll just do the same thing I do in my adult writing groups, which was that we would get together, um, share our work and write together. So um, so we do writing exercises, creative writing prompts, and then we share it. And um, I think to me, one of the key 
pieces of it, which I think um, was reflected in Caitlin and Isabella's comments, both about the the environment being kind and welcoming. And, and I, I will, I'll say I would use the word safe because, you know, when you're, when you're writing, um, you know, you're expressing yourself. And so um, creating a container for that is, is I think one of the most important and the most meaningful and, uh, um, and that makes it so valuable to everybody. The other tip that I would give to any adult who is starting this, maybe with um, a group of younger people is, or anybody really is to, is to um, join them. You know, you're, you know, you're writing too um, and share your work. You're, you know, I consider myself, I know because I'm the adult that I'm looked at as the mentor, but I feel like I'm just another member of the group. Um, and I'll share my, you know, I'll share my ideas and I'll share my writing. Um, and I think it makes, you know, just, just makes it more comfortable and, um, and, and also just make it fun. I mean, that's really, you know, it's what it comes down to. to right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think that idea of participating alongside each other as peers, as all members of the group, I think that is very important and very valuable because it, it, it helps remove some of that power dynamic that you were talking about. Like, teacher mentor yes you you've got more experience and you're happy to to edit and give feedback and and participate fully in the conversations but as someone who also shares that passion and excitement like you can participate fully with joy and fun in what's what's happening right and what's going on the other piece that stood out for me as everybody's mentioned um, feeling um, safe and how it's a very kind environment. Um, I find, I, I found over the years, especially with um, like unschooled kids or kids who aren't going to school, because at school, there is so much focus on not only grades, but competition and being better, um, you know, and, and needing to needing a lot of um, validation that way, you know what I mean? Because they're just so used to that lens, you know, was this good or was this not good versus just conversation about it and, and feeling peers more as competitors, right? Because of the grades that they're used to and just the way that that environment, that system is set up, it's, it's harder for them to just relax and be kind to others and not take that, not take conversations and feedback as judgment, right? And feel like it's a personal attack on them versus we're just having a conversation about, about the work and we're all interested in, in learning more and taking it. It's just a different perspective. I don't know if I explained that well, very well, but I find that in when unschoolers get together, there is so much more. Um, energy and support of each other because we're all interested in this thing and we're all excited about it versus that competitive nature that can kind of come in when that's what that's all that they've known really in how to engage with peers it's much more um judgmental maybe is is the way to think about it does that make sense Melba? <laughs> yeah i would definitely i would say that um this is an environment of it's, it's mutual appreciation yeah. and, and they really value each other's 
perspectives and voices. Um, and, and, and that is, it's not, it's not about, you know, if anybody who's better than anybody else, it's just, everybody has a unique voice and contribution and it's, um, and they really, really, I, I think you guys genuinely enjoy each other's writing. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Isabella, yeah, would you like to pipe in? Uh, anything to share about, you know, tips for people that way and your experience, more about your experience in the group? Yeah, well, de definitely just, I don't know, as like you both mentioned, like being in an environment where like everybody else, like, you know, is just so supportive and like, you know, where everybody like values everybody else's voice. Like, um, that is really such a like wonderful thing. And I know, like, I don't know, I guess that doesn't like, happen all that often sometimes um so it's just so nice to like be in a place where like you know that everybody else really cares about what you have to say um and also just the fact that we focus on like the joy of writing and not like kind of the like really technical like i know like when i first joined my spelling and grammar were terrible um and you know they've like improved their reading stuff but just like you know being in a place where like you know nobody really like cared about that or like pointed that out or like you know that didn't like affect how people like viewed what I wrote they just like were interested in hearing about like the story and the characters and like just everybody focused on like you know the just like nobody really focused on like the kind of technical like aspects um so it's just nice to like be part of a group that just focuses on like the joy of just storytelling and like creating stories and worlds and just being in them together I love that point because it's so true, right? And Melva, you uh, with your own kids as well. It's it is something that we discover through unschooling that these these little facts, these skills, they develop over time. But what they don't need to be like pointed out, big red X on them, fixed, do it the right way next time, kind of deal. These things just come with our joy and following the things that excite us and that we have fun doing, right? And we we do pick up all those other little bits along the way. And also, it doesn't mean we're all going to become perfect spellers and perfect grammarians. It's like, that's what editors are for. That's what, you know, spell check is for. It's learning, like, the the tools as well that, that can help us along the way because we're just looking to communicate our stories more effectively, maybe on paper at that point. Um, again, like even in adult writing groups, it's it's the same thing, right? It, we can use those tools just because they're kids. We don't have to teach them and they can't use, you know, it's like, the, don't use the calculator. Don't use the spell check. You need to be able to be picking up these skills on your own. No, this is the world that we're living in. And we have access to all the tools that are there for us, right? That makes sense. <laughs> Caitlin, do you have anything you'd like to add? Well, I totally agree with what like all three of you have said. Like, I couldn't agree more with it. Um, I think that if I joined a critical writing group um, at the start, I would have, I don't know, I think it wouldn't have done me any good for my writing. Um, I think joining a supportive and kind group is is just what I needed. Um, and also, I think having a great tutor and like a really great person who will bring ideas to the 
to the group like Milva does and understands the concept of not being like a teacher that will like that's your role sorry I'm not speaking very well but not having like someone who will like shout at you for things and like I don't know having someone who is more like your peer is a lot a lot nicer like I think it makes all the difference yeah I can just imagine like for everybody listening, just imagine the difference in energy and in showing up and in wanting to come back and in feeling good about yourself and excited to learn more and to engage more. You know, if somebody is judging you and shouting at you or telling you all the things that you're doing wrong versus, you know, enjoying your ideas, enjoying the pieces that you share, enjoying the stories, enjoying the comments, the conversation, like that is what, you know, if if you're looking at it like, oh, I want my my child to participate, well, then make it fun, make it enjoyable, engaging, and uh, make it that they want to come back, really, right? Um, And I mean, that's, that wasn't even the purpose. Uh, you know, for this particular group, I'm just saying it's it's just so fascinating to see that so often people will think, oh, you know, I want them to learn and enjoy. They have an interest in writing, in creative writing, you know, so I need to teach them really quickly. So I need to, you know, get them get them grammar books, get them reading classics, you know, the, the books that I think they should read, et cetera. And, and getting so much more top down. But it is that like like you everybody's been saying, it is a world of difference when instead you go bottom up, you go supportive, helpful. And we're all peers, we're all, you know, Nova has more experience with writing, et cetera, and stories, because that's something she's been passionate about for more years, for longer. And she can, so she can bring that perspective, she can bring that experience. But when you come as a peer and share that excitement, enjoy. And you celebrate that piece and you get together celebrating and sharing those pieces that you love. Night and day experience, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. And I just want to add also that um, I think that the idea of whatever teaching, writing, or I mean, people are always learning from each other in the group, not just me, certainly. Um, but there's also the concept of that of, of their identity as writers. So when we start a group, my I have it, the bedrock is the given is that everybody is a writer. We're not learning to write. We all write. We are writers. And and yeah, you know, I don't know that I've actually ever come out and said that to a group of kids at the beginning, but it's it's the premise that I go in with and and they just absorb that and they and they realize, wow, I'm a writer and and then everybody's everybody's writing and um, it's not it's something that they're learning how to do. Um, they are learning as they go, of course, but they are already writers. So um, I think that's really important. Yeah, that's that's the energy that you bring, right? Right. Even if you don't like say it, and you know, sometimes the energy is more important than the words, than the saying. Like cultivating that environment, one could say it and then not live it, 
You know what I mean? In the energy, living it and experiencing it is more important than the words. And the words will just kind of can just kind of confirm what they're already feeling. So I love that very much. Uh, is there anything else anybody would like to share uh, that I maybe didn't touch on about the group? It sounds awesome. <laughs> and I'm very happy that you guys have found each other and how it evolves over the years moving forward. I think that's wonderful. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to speak with me today. It was a lot of fun. And before we go, can you guys let everybody know where they can find your book online? Uh, Isabella, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, you can find it um, on Amazon and on Kindle. Um, it's called Unlocked, uh, an anthology of short stories and poetry by the Young People's Society of Story Writers. I love that name, too. <laughs> And you both wrote the introduction. I, I enjoyed that as well. There's a little bit more information about the writing group there. So I think that would be really interesting for people as well, especially if you're if you're thinking about it, if you're curious about it, pick it up. And I think I think you have a lot. I'm really enjoying reading it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I hope people pick it up and read it. It's really, it's really great. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks. I hope you found this episode helpful on your unschooling journey. And be sure to check out the growing podcast archive. The conversations never go out of date. You can find more information about my books, the Living Joyfully Network online community, and the Childhood Redefined Unschooling Summit online course at my website, livingjoyfully.ca.